are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. The Flames had a very tough weekend, dropping both games, and things just seem to be getting worse in Calgary. There's a scary situation out of Vancouver and more. Before we jump into today's episode, though, please make sure that you are subscribed and following this show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode of Locked on Flames. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a good Monday and you used your weekend to rest and reset and for whatever else you needed to get done. I know that I am certainly well rested after my three-day weekend and I'm very glad to be back with you all today. Uh, Friday night, the Flames played Edmonton. It was another Battle of Alberta and it was quite an interesting game to say the least uh there was a slight glimmer of hope when michael stone who actually earned his first goal of the season got the flames out ahead early and they went into the second period with a lead and i think that that's kind of reassuring especially with this team because you know that they thrive off of that momentum and they kind of cannot come back from behind and complete a comeback. So, unfortunately, that lead did not last long as Ryan Nugent Hopkins tied it up in the second, and then Kachuk had the go-ahead goal, and uh, Dominic Cahoon tied it right back up with two apiece, and Connor McDavid, you guys, is it really... A hockey game if Connor McDavid does not score or have a multi-point night. So he had the game-winning goal. I thought the game was very undisciplined. They took far too many penalties and far too many avoidable penalties as well. One of the most frustrating things about watching this team is their lack of energy sometimes and now I don't know if this is just how I'm consuming the game or if you know I expect something faster out of this team but it just feels as if they are not at a truly competitive level and that sounds really bad but when you're playing against teams like the Oilers who are fast <laughs> uh they you know they're known for their speed you, you you can't play as if this is some over 30 beer league game that you play at your rec league this is the professional level <laughs> that you are playing at here this is the nhl and just getting a full 60 minutes out of this team seems nearly impossible and unfortunately uh daryl sutter feels the same so I guess I'm not too far off on that one, but congrats, um, I guess. I I don't know. It just feels like the glimmer of hope for the season that we all once had is long gone and a thing of the past. Last night, the Flames were back at home, and they were playing the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it was a 4-2 loss. It was 
a very odd game. I think it, you know, the Flames did get out early, get out ahead early. Uh, Joakim Nordstrom had his first of the season, and Mangiapane scored as well. So they were down 2-1 at the end of the first period, which, I mean, that's not... That's a Daryl Sutter score right there, you know what I mean? So you were kind of hoping for more from the team. Uh, Gio earned his 500th career point as well. And there was a moment in the first period where Kachuk had like gone into the boards and he was skating gingerly and limping as he headed down the tunnel. You know, that's obviously not something you want to see. And I think everybody's mind just jumps to the worst situation and, you know, worst case scenario there, especially, you know, when a player (laughs) goes into the boards. But he was back on the bench within a few minutes. And I, I don't know, I'm not really impressed with the overall performance of the Flames this weekend. Noah Hannafin was on goal, I mean, on the ice for all four Toronto goals last night. And he got very frustrated. He smashed his stick. And it was just not a good night for Noah Hannafin. And of course, more people are using that as a reason to trade him. And, you know, they could probably get something good for him. I know that there are plenty of teams who need a Noah Hannafin type of defenseman on their team. And as a Bruins fan, I'm going to selfishly say the Bruins should bring him home. Uh, And then there was a moment in the post-game presser that had people kind of up in arms and side-eyeing the Calgary media. David Riddick was asked what he thought about the upcoming trade deadline and if he feels sort of nostalgic about the possibility of, you know, each start being his last start and game with the Flames. And Riddick came right out and said, don't try and make a story here. This is my team and I want to stay with the team as long as I can. You know... I don't think that that's necessarily a bad question. I just think that the wording of it is maybe a little poor and off, and the execution was a little hard. Uh, Personally, I would be waiting until a win to ask that question and not kind of dogpile on him. But, you know, I think that a lot of players kind of know that they'll be traded during a season or not like I don't necessarily think that (laughs) uh you know asking in a post-game press conference is most appropriate but then again I'm not credentialed with the team so what do I know and like I mentioned earlier the Calgary Flames are home tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs again puck drop is at 7 30 mountain time and Before we get ahead in the show, I'm just going to tell you guys about our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar wrapped up their championship last week, and now we are back to talking about all of their delicious flavors and not just having to narrow it down. Personally, I am a very big fan of the orange and the raspberry, German chocolate cake, you name it. I love it. You can head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. Lockdown Flames continue. Make sure you hit that follow button when you find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto so you can stay updated on all of the latest and greatest news out of Calgary. You guys, there has been a lot of 
talk about the Vancouver Canucks and their outbreak. And it was reported over the weekend that the virus had spread to 16 players, and those players were named, and unfortunately it doesn't look like those players are the only ones who have it. They don't go on to list the coaches and taxi squad players. I guess that it is a variant involved, and they're all pretty much experienced experiencing severe symptoms and it's not our job to speculate you know how this started how it was brought into the club or anything like that you know it's really nobody's business to find out how players are being treated or the severity of their symptoms I mean of course there is reporting but then you have to have a little bit of integrity while reporting on such a heavy topic when you were covering hockey and you're not used to that hard news lifestyle. Um, So if you're out there being rude to players and families, I would kindly like for you to unfollow this show. But of course, I am thinking of those who are sick and those who are with their families at their time, at this time. Um, on a much lighter note, I did just kind of want to talk about some of my preseason predictions and we can all laugh. We can all laugh at this. Okay. I had predicted that they would have a top three spot in the division and I had completely underestimated the talent in the North. And, you know, I was confident that it was going to be Toronto, Edmonton, and of course, Calgary in the top three mix of things, but I... I'm very wrong, and I, you know, let's all just laugh at Jess and say, haha, you really thought that you did something there. And I had faith in Jeff Ward as well, and it's funny because I look at where while he was employed, <laughs> and you look at how things are now, and I don't really know if this comes down to coaching or if this is coming down to the players' abilities at this point. I really don't. Do I like the way that Sutter coaches 100% of the time? No, of course not. Do I like the way that the Flames play 100% of the time? Absolutely not. I am really interested in seeing this offseason because, you know, you look back at last year's mismanagement and er, earlier this season as well, uh, you know, Riddick was played too much that he received an injury. And this year it was Markstrom. So there needs to be a change in how they're using the goaltenders and how they want to avoid these injuries altogether. You know, knock on wood, the Flames have stayed healthy this year, which is an incredible feat considering, you know, the back-to-back games, the condensed schedule, uh, COVID, and you're, you know, it's not necessarily a team full of young guys. (laughs) There are people on the older end of the spectrum here. And I do think that it is interesting to note that um, Kyle Palmieri has been scratched or was scratched yesterday because there is an impending trade happening. So, you know, I would just keep that in mind as the Flames move forward throughout the week. The trade deadline, like I have mentioned earlier in the show, I believe is one week away. So what we need to keep in mind is that this team is not going to stick together. They cannot. It is unacceptable and 
there is a lot that needs to change for this team. And right now, the people you're probably going to move most likely would be Sam Bennett. He probably has the highest trade value right now, especially with how he performs in the playoffs. And the playoffs are coming right around the corner. So the teams that are, you know, making a push for the playoffs or are looking to make a deeper run in the playoffs are going to snatch him up. And he does have a high qualifying offer, which the team probably won't tender this offseason. So it would be unlikely that he resigns. And no matter what, they can either be sellers now or wait for the offseason. But regardless, they need to think of a way to get this done. This is not like a last minute, I'm going to wait until 11 o'clock in my uh, deadlines and midnight sort of move. I just would really expect to see things getting done. I am very interested to see how they navigate this wonderful world of trade deadlines in COVID times. I am also curious to see if, you know, they are going to be making front office moves this offseason. And I don't necessarily think that they will fire Brad Tree Living right now, but I am going to talk more about that in the next segment to wrap up the show, but stick around and we will be right back. BetOnline AG is your number one place to get all of your sports betting done. They are the number one trusted source here at the Locked On Podcast Network. You can use promo code Locked On to get 50, a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up for your free account and make your first deposit. And Bet Online makes it very easy to navigate, has it all laid out for you, and very easy to follow if you are a sports betting expert or a newbie. So head on over to Bet Online AG and use promo code Locked On to get that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Hey guys, it's Jess here, just jumping in to remind you to subscribe to this show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode of Locked On Flames. The Flames face off against the Leafs tonight, and puck drops at 7:30. Like most people at this point in the season, I think that uh, the expectations are low. We'll take what we can get, but then again, you know, maybe the Leafs are going to get too confident and underestimate their opponent. The Leafs are, you know, so far ahead in the division and really don't have to worry about, you know, clinching a playoff spot or anything like that. Like, like it's pretty set in stone for them. So I, you know, they might not play a hard game. And then, you know, Calgary could get those two points, which would be nice to see happen. Uh, it feels like it's been a, a year since they've won. But again, I think that a lot of people have thrown in the towel on the season and are kind of okay with not making the playoffs. Um, and I am um, very big on the playoffs should not be a main point of concern right now. And I just really think that they need to focus on what those off-season moves are going to be. And it needs to be a healthy team that's coming in to the next season, uh, new roster, building that chemistry. And 
that should be higher up on the priority list. I think that those changes need to happen on and off the ice as well. I don't think that Brad Tree Living is going to be with this team much longer. I don't think that they can afford to keep him around for the next I mean, he has two seasons left after this one, but it's just not doing the team any justice. And over the weekend, a lot of people have kind of just accepted and come to the conclusion that Gaudreau will be moved this summer. And I don't know if, you know, that means Sean Monahan goes too, or if they try to just move Sean Monahan and then let Johnny finish out his contract and start negotiating in July. I am very, very interested to see the future of Gaudreau, and regardless of where he goes, I think it'll be fun to watch him. You know, you're always rooting for him. He's such a fun player to watch, and you just want the best for these guys, especially younger guys. But if you want to see success with this team and, you know, your diehard Flames fans, Flames fan, you know that you need to look at this team with a critical eye and say, you know, they've gone through a revolving door of coaches who may or may not be up to standard with, you know, the NHL qualifications, but there's talent on this team that is being underutilized or it's underperforming and it's not doable with this roster. You're not going to make a deep playoff run, unfortunately, with this roster. So that's all I have for y'all today. I hope that you have an amazing afternoon, evening, and uh, we will be on the Locker Room app at one point this week. It might be Thursday at this point, but I hope to see you guys there. And make sure that you are following me on uh, Twitter at Jess Belmosto and make sure you are also subscribed and following this podcast. Do it right now if you're not on your favorite podcast app so you'll get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each day. Thank you all so much. Uh, have a wonderful Monday. Stay healthy. Stay warm. If it's cold, it's a beautiful day. I have the slider door open uh, <laughs> and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.